When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. You can order Girl Scout cookies online. That's awesome. And to give you the real experience, after you buy two boxes, a Girl Scout pops up on the screen and guilts you into buying two more. Bob Dylan has released new music, a 17-minute song about the Kennedy assassination. Got to give it up for Bob. He's staying current. He's got a new song about the coronavirus. It's coming out in 2027,000 million. The owner of a subway franchise in Canada was offering a special deal, free medical mask to protect you and your kids, buy any two regular sandwiches, get one free medical mask. And of course, the community was outraged. You don't need to offer me a mask. It's not necessary. The reason I'm buying the sandwich in the first place is so I can get the napkins for my bathroom. I heard that people have been passing the time by stress baking which is just like regular baking, except when it's done, you eat all of it over the sink. There you go. The uh, late-night late night hosts broadcasting from home once again. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. It's 6.37, and uh, I guess we're going to see those clouds start to break up, hopefully some sunshine later, although there is the off chance of a sprinkle between now and then. And we'll see temperatures warming up into the mid-50s, and... Uh, we should hopefully hit 60 tomorrow. We'll be in the, we're going to have this ride in the 60s and 70s for the foreseeable future. Woohoo! Yeah. I'm ready. I'll I don't like it. not being outside. Like yesterday was the Great. first day that we haven't walked in a while because it was kind of chilly and just overcasty. And I found myself missing the that part of the day. Yeah, well, it I was. It helps to be able to go outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was out yesterday picking up trash, which I kind of have to do every day in my neighborhood because we're in a high traffic area and wind just blows down the street. And, you know, pe- there's people who litter, of course, as well. And, you know, that had kind of calmed down for a while. But then we had that really nice weather when everybody was outside. So, like, the trash pickup was crazy. Like, I almost filled up an entire black garbage bag. And I'm finding all kinds of stuff. Like, I found a winter coat. I found uh, a set of false teeth. Shut oh, up. Wow. Oh, I, sw- I even took a picture of it because I knew you wouldn't believe me. Um, um, I need you to send it to me. Is yep. this an April Fool's yeah, prank? No, not an April Fool's prank. I'll send it to you. And what else? Oh, and this was lovely. I found a bottle of what appeared to be Orange Crush that had discolored. And when I emptied it, it was urine. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Now, nice. I wasn't doing this with my hands, mind you. I, I have one of those litter getters, so I don't actually have to touch anything. If yeah, anyone's yeah. concerned well, about yeah my uh, the sanitary way of picking things up, you know, I've got tools for it, and I'm out there wearing gloves and everything. But still, like, it's got to be done, you know. 
I mean, that's your yard, yeah. man. That's that's where you Thanks live. It's our neighborhood. Pride in America, Jeff. You're keeping America beautiful. <laughs> well, there's some other neighbors good. in the neighborhood who do the same. Yeah, so, yeah I hate when me. I see trash on the road. It drives me nuts. I just don't understand it. I'm like, why can't people just put it in the garbage? Yeah, comes yeah. with the good weather, I guess. More people yeah. outside. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk well, about streaming services, Jen. Yeah, last week, Morning Consult surveyed 2,200 Americans about their streaming habits while quarantined. And when it comes to which service they're using the most, clear winner is Netflix. 35% of us are doing most of our streaming on that service, followed by 10% saying Hulu, 9% Amazon Prime. Farther down the list, Disney Plus is only at 4%, and Apple TV Plus is at 1%. That surprised me. I thought Disney Plus would have done better than that. I would have too. That one does surprise me. I thought Social you were going dis- to say, Jen, that it was the the dirty sites, the dirty ones. <laughs> I don't know if they were. Uh, do they have streaming services? Oh, is I'm there sure a streaming porn service or? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. I do not know. I don't know. <laughs> if anybody does know, it's Tim. You don't know. <laughs> I don't. Hmm. I don't pay for anything. Who wants to do the but research? You know, on that? people. <laughs> Tim. Yeah, that's a thing, Timmerman. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing, Timberman. That's true. Oh, wow. I will say that, that we have not been watching a lot of Disney Plus. I've ha- I have it, and I just don't know if my kid is not like she's almost three. So I don't know if she's quite ready to like watch quite a movie there yet. or videos. Yeah. But even like her, I can't get her into it. I tried to get her to watch Toy Story over the weekend because it's one of my faves, and yeah. like the only thing we're really watching on that ser- on that is. Um, like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or, you know, Mickey Mouse shows. Okay. Yeah. Well, we do have HBO Max coming next month. Uh, NBC's Peacock debuts on the 15th and for expanding. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...customers and July for everybody else. Streaming services yeah. are expensive. Boy. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they add up. Well, especially what, now creepy? with... Especially now when? Well, I was going to say, especially now with just money being tighter for a lot of us over the next few months. You know, how many streaming services can you actually afford? You got to be choosy. Yeah. Yeah, because if you have three or four of them and they're like $14.99 a month, you might as well just, you know. Take advantage of those introductory deals, you hope, Mm -hmm. that they're offering. And then you feel it. Then you forget that you had an introductory deal right. and then all of a sudden you get a big fat bill and you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Because you have to put your credit card in because I, I received something from Apple TV plus, And since you guys liked the morning show so much, I was like, Oh, I can get a year for free. Maybe I should just click on this and see how it goes. Why not? And so I clicked over and it was like for the first 12 months it's free. And then after that you have to pay blah, blah, blah. And you put your card number in. Oh, uh, well even that though, I think it's like five bucks. 
It is four ninety nine. Four ninety nine, right? And there's actually a couple of shows besides the morning show on there that I've been watching that I like. But yeah, uh, what else is there other than the morning show? Oh, uh, there's the one I was telling you guys about. It was that uh, supernatural thriller that I've already forgotten the title. I watched the whole first season, <sighs> and I start with the C. Somebody told me about it too. The formation, I can't remember what it's called. It's really good. And then there's another one called The Money Guys or something like that that I start. I'm so bad with titles. Like I'll watch, as you can tell, an entire series of a show and really enjoy it, and not even be able to tell you what the title of it is <laughs> because I'm a hundred. That's how my brain works. Um, What else do we have here this morning? Sportscaster Joe Buck is making headlines, having fun, posting videos of himself, doing play-by-play of mundane, everyday things like dogs playing in a puddle. Uh, I've got video here of him doing, let's see, someone sent him video of a guy landing 10 shots in a row during beer pong, and (laughs) Joe Buck was willing to call it. Look at what he is going to try and accomplish. Hit all of these without missing. All right, we've got five cups left. He's over halfway there. There's number six. That means there are four left. My math skills are off the charts. Unbelievable. Three left. He's got seven (laughs) in a row. He Now he's got two. How do you not freak out? How do you not clench up? How do you not just completely blow it knocks the cup off the table but the ball was in we're going to count that again having trouble down at the far end can he do it and 10 in a row unbelievable look at the celebration finish up medical school and make us proud john romano glad i met you keep in touch yeah i mean you know joe buck i mean he's sitting around he's got nothing to do so he asked fans to send him ready random videos from home and he would call the action and if he did do one of your videos, the only thing he asked of you is that you donate to a local charity during these trying times. So as you can imagine, he got plenty of submissions, but not all of them were uh, family-friendly, so to speak. In fact, there's actually been quite a few naughty videos that he's received. And he said, you got to be careful. I've had a couple of submissions from, let's say, a man and a woman that just didn't seem appropriate to put my voice to in this stage of oh, my life. Maybe later in life. That's unfortunate because I bet it would have been funny. Yeah. He, oh, uh, he said, yes. I look at these videos very carefully and pick the ones that seem the most wholesome to put my voice to. So. I, I mean, there are definitely sports terms that he could use, you know, like dismount. Right. <laughs> That is quite a dismount right there. (laughs) Going the distance. Uh, Man, his endurance is incredible. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Look at the form on this guy. um, The name of that show on Apple TV that I was going to ask you if you watched was Servant. Have you? Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. That's the supernatural. That's the one that I I keep seeing. Everyone keeps talking about. It's M M Night Shyamalan. Fantastic! Mm. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I heard that's a really good one too. Loved it so much, I forgot the title. (laughs) do you guys remember that 10 year old kid last year that won a science fair by proving that tom brady is a cheater do you remember the science fair how exactly he did that uh you know i don't remember exactly how he did it but it was some wasn't it some sort of big mathematical equation it was complicated yeah it was it was like very impressive. It was like this kid is brilliant. His name is Ace Davis, right? It was very topical. He, it was. It was. But here's what's funny. 
He is a huge fan of the Tampa Bay Bucks, whose new quarterback is Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, man. How's that going to go? <laughs> His mom, Jenny, says, I kept telling my son this is going to come back to haunt you one day, and it didn't take very long. It's completely karma. Wow. At the time of the science fair, Ace was asked what he would say to Tom Brady if he met him, and he said, quote, Give me some of your money. You don't deserve it. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> He's coming he to get is, you now. I know. It sounds like he's coming around a little bit. He now says he thinks it was Bill Belichick's plan and that Brady oh, yeah. just went along with it. it was. But Brady <laughs> shouldered a lot of the blame because, quote, he has a bigger name. I see. Mm. And yes. And he also says that part of the reason he hated Brady was because of video games. He said he's really bad in Madden. And that's like my number one game. Oh. Now, Ace was a big fan of the Bucks' previous quarterback um, and, and even still has a poster of him on his wall, but he is willing to give Brady a shot. He'd even like to meet him. He said, I think he'll do great. The weapons around him are, woo, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, O.J. Howard. He even compared Howard to Brady's former tight end, Rob Gronkowski. Hmm. Whoa. That's so, cool. wow. yep, not funny. Well, <laughs> this seems about as likely as uh... – you know, discovering aliens, but it's worth hoping for. What if the original Blink-182 were to get back together thanks to Tiger King, of all things? One wow. of the 12 million Tiger King memes you've probably seen <laughs> is that uncomfortable glamour shot of Joe Exotic and his two husbands <laughs> lying together shirtless with the caption, I miss the old Blink-182. <laughs> oh my god so tom posted the meme and said quote i'm joe to which mark hoppus replied the hell you're joe i'm joe Aww. and tom said quote uh either way you and i end up deeply in love and raising cats so, <laughs> no word yet oh from gosh. Travis Barker, but one of Joe's husbands in the pick just happens to be named Travis, too. That's, oh, that's funny. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. Cincinnati's Q102. It's Jeff and Jen, 725. And uh, we're looking at the possibility of a sprinkle or two before the day is over, as well as uh, these clouds eventually breaking up and giving way to sunshine when it's all over. High temperature 55 today, back in the 60s tomorrow. Right now, 41 at Cincinnati's Q102. So when you're walking around these days, I don't know about you, but when I see someone heading toward me on the sidewalk or at the grocery store, I try to maintain that six feet of distance as best I can. If I see them wearing a mask, I actually I appreciate it. I don't know why they're wearing a mask. I don't know if they've got something or if they're wearing it to protect themselves, but whatever. I appreciate I'm it a lot. Aren't you seeing a lot? I'm noticing. Yes. Even in people yeah. who are driving in their car by themselves, I see people wearing yeah. masks. Right. And I want to ask them, so where'd you get that? Right. Where did you, where did you, where were you, where were you able to find it? That has What's been your a, secret? Do you have a stash? That's been a bone of contention for a lot of people. Uh, we purchased a couple of boxes of masks when you could buy them. I got mine at Walgreens before we left for our trip to Asia and they were in plentiful supply. Because we weren't really worried about it coming here. So we bought a couple of boxes. And I, I think we had, I think I had three left when I came home. And that I, that I passed on to Kristen's mom. They were all individually wrapped. They were by Curad. And then when this, it looked like it was coming here, 
I went on Amazon to see if I could purchase more because I couldn't find any in the stores. And the only ones I could find were very expensive and they weren't individually wrapped. But I, I purchased them anyway. I made the decision to purchase them anyway because they weren't for me. They were for Kristen's mom who has uh, an underlying health condition related to her lungs. And she's in her mid-70s and we wanted to uh, give her whatever barrier protection we could. And so that was uh, the, the solution we went with at the time. And she, I'm pleased to report she's home and she's healthy and she's self-quarantining. Um, but uh, we heard a lot of experts say, look, those things don't work. They're not going to protect you. And please don't buy them up because these are needed by the uh, people working the front lines. Yeah. Well, now uh, the CDC and Dr. Anthony Fauci says the government is strongly considering a recommendation for Americans to wear masks. In public. Now, they're not talking about surgical masks. And they're not talking about the N95 masks. The hospitals need those still. They're talking about cloth masks, which I saw a lot of in Asia from people who wear them on a regular basis. Our neighbor made one and brought it over. To, I'll have to go get it because it's in. Uh, she made it to a. I don't know if it was like a craft project for her and her daughter or whatever, but they made us one with fabric on it. And I guess you can put like a piece of um, like furnace filter or some kind of filter like down inside of it, and right. that kind of is supposed to be blocking the germs. But it's just hmm. like a cloth mask that you have. You can do like a replaceable filter on. I've yes. seen a bunch on Etsy that are totally blinged out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, oh, yeah. I saw people walking the streets of Seoul, South Korea, styling, and they had mm-hmm. all kinds of different fabrics that they were using. Some of the more microfabrics or the stretchier fabrics that sort of mold to your face better to prevent any any gaps or, um, or leakage. But mm-hmm. um, these cloth masks, which I will tell you up front, are not very effective at preventing you from getting the virus. However, the experts say it can help prevent you from spreading the virus if, if you, you have it, it and that is key. Yeah. Yes. And there is the risk of the mask becoming contaminated, too, which could increase the chances of you getting infected, which is why this recommendation is not official. However... They have spent quite a bit of time discussing it, and it's not off the table yet. I would assume if you have a cloth, you know, you have to wash that thing. Yes. Yeah, for like, sure. Like <laughs> hot water every – you, can, you, can you wear it for a whole day? Or do you switch it out halfway through the day and wash it? Yeah, those are some good I have questions. so many questions. Well, and I, I suspect when they finally do decide to, you know, make a final determination on that, it'll come with guidelines that will – help walk us through it. Um, but some of the other developments is uh, the government now is giving its first official projection of the potential toll from the coronavirus pandemic. The experts now project between 100,000 and 240,000 deaths, and that's with social distancing bringing the numbers down. President Trump talked about it. He said, get ready. The next two weeks are going to be really bad. This could be a hell of a bad two weeks. This is going to be a very bad two and maybe even three weeks. This is going to be three weeks like we haven't seen before. Yeah, he said that over two million people would have died if everyone just wrote it out and did nothing. The question is, what would have happened if we did nothing? Because there was a group that said, let's just write it out. Let's write it out. What would have happened? And that number comes in at 1.5 to 1.6 million people. 
up to 2.2 and even beyond. So that's 2.2 million people would have died if we did nothing. We just carried on our life. Yeah, that info is from experts mm-hmm. on his coronavirus task force. And based on models, health, health experts say that, you know, again, if we do everything right, we could significantly reduce that. But we're still talking between 100,000 and 240,000 people dying of the coronavirus. His, uh, the head of his task force, Dr. Deborah L. Burks, uh, was talking about those numbers. So, of course, this is a projection, and it's a projection based on using um, very much what's happened in Italy and then looking at all the models. Um, and so, as you saw on that slide, that was our real number, that 100,000 to 200,000. And we think that that is the range. We really believe and hope every day that we can do a lot better than that um, because that's not assuming 100% of every American does everything that they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, she made a good point. She said, you know, there's no magic bullet to this. There's no magic vaccine or therapy yet. It really just boils down to behaviors from now. Each of our behaviors translating into something that changes the course of this viral pandemic over the next 30 days. That's going to be key. Um, And when we look at how this has really just affected all of our lives, 88% of Americans say the coronavirus outbreak has changed their lives in some way, with almost half saying it's changed their life in a major way. Yeah. They say that loss of smell and taste are the best way to tell if you have coronavirus, even more than a fever. And I'm in trouble there because my sense of smell isn't all that great to begin with. No? Oh, yeah. No, it's not. I think, I think 20 years of smoking might have done a number on my sense of smell. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, you know that I did. I don't even think I smell the vegetables Fritch cooks. <laughs> the, I mean, don't. I don't that could be like a blessing. Barely notice that. Yeah, it might in be a, a lot blessing. of ways. It is in a oh, lot of man. ways. It is, and then sometimes I think, well, you know, maybe I should shower, <laughs> but I don't know for sure. Yeah. I just couldn't imagine <laughs> that being like a part of your life. Like my boy, so my boyfriend had sinus surgery back in January. And part his sinuses were so bad, and that was like part of it. Like he lost his ability to taste food, and kind of because all of that is connected. And so that was like he knew he had like a big major problem when he lost the ability to taste. And I'm like, I can't like as much as we talk about food on this show, <laughs> right? I can't imagine that happening in life. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I might be thin. Him? Yeah, it's come back. It has. Good. I thought the same thing, Jen. Yeah, it might be. That might be exactly what I, you know. It doesn't, you it doesn't think it would help, help though. Because he just would not. eat, like, just to eat because he knew it was time to eat. And he couldn't yeah. taste the food. Like, he felt hungry, but he couldn't taste it. But he would still eat just because he was like, I know Well, I'm I wonder to. if you can't taste it, though. Do you make choices, healthier choices? You know, you eat a lot of kale. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I will tell you, I did cook Brussels sprouts. <laughs> At my house on Monday night, and it still smells like farts in here. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Great. There's a video was posted yesterday of Larry David ripping on the, the idiots who wouldn't stay home. They have they have a name for it now. They're calling him uh, COVID-idiots. COVID-idiots. Yeah. If, uh, if you don't know, Larry David is a big germaphobe, as is his Larry David character, on HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm, and just last week on his Curb Your Enthusiasm show, he had hand sanitizer on every table of his new 
coffee shop. I basically want to address uh, the idiots out there. And, and you, you know who you are. You're going out. I don't know what you're doing. You're, you're socializing too close. It's, it's not good. You're hurting old people like me. Nothing good ever happens going out of the house. You know that. There's just trouble out there. It's not a good place to be. So stay home and, you know, don't see anyone. Except maybe if there's a plumbing emergency, let the plumber in and then, you know, wipe everything down after he leaves. But that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie Turner from Game Game of Thrones was Conan's house guest last night, Jen. Oh, and nice. She was explaining why she personally gets frustrated seeing people still out in large groups. My eldest brother and my sister-in-law, they are doctors and they just got transferred to the ICU. And it's so frustrating seeing these people like going out and spring breaking all over the place. Like in Malibu, it's packed right now. And I don't understand how you can be, you know, that selfish to to put doctors' lives at risk who are going to have to end up treating you and then, you know, become vulnerable to the infection by treating you. I mean, you're literally being asked to do nothing. It should be fairly easy. That's her cell phone, by the way, that keeps chiming. But um, speaking of Game of Thrones, though, this I thought this was great. Um, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Uh, we mentioned this earlier this morning. She's offering you the chance to have a virtual dinner with her for charity. She is raising money for the same you COVID-19 relief fund in the UK. And she said 12 of those who donate will join her to... Uh, sit down and eat. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm coming at you with a little request. Would you like to help me raise £250,000 for SAMU's COVID-19 relief fund? There's a thank you attached. 12 lucky people will join me virtually and we're going to put together a store cupboard dinner. Together, we'll cook it and then we'll eat it together. And we will discuss lots of things. Um, isolation and fear and also funny videos. And, you know, the fact that I can't really cook. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. There you go. I would do that. Uh, she's so cute. I'm, I'm enjoying the accents this morning between Me her Me too. I was going to say she sounds they're so just adorable. So, they, they're both just precious. I mean, wouldn't that be cool to have a virtual dinner with the mother of dragons? The mother of dragons? Yes. <laughs> She is so cute and sweet and funny. Uh, she's just adorable. Yeah. So that would be fun. So anyway, I wanted to to share with you how this is really affecting people here locally as well. I got word last night that the ER doc who treated my ex-wife, Pam, uh, if you recall when we were still married about 10 years ago, she suffered a heart attack. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night. Uh, she had... She was not in the bedroom, which was uh, unusual, and she'd been gone quite a bit. And I went out in the hallway, and I, I found her collapsed in the hall, and I scooped her up. And uh, we were lucky enough to live around the corner from Christ Hospital at the time, and so I brought her in. And uh, the ER doc who treated her, uh, Dr. Frank Gabrin, uh, saved her life, basically. And he had since moved to New York and was still working in ERs in the midst of all of this. And he was forced to wear the same mask for days because of the shortage they're having with the uh, personal protective equipment and masks. Uh, he ended up wearing the same mask for a week before he started showing symptoms for COVID-19. And uh, he 
ultimately died of complications due to oh, coronavirus. Oh, how sad. And so, I'm so, uh, sorry. so sorry yeah, we were really uh, sad to hear that. But um, I was asked by one of his colleagues to mention it because they wanted us to really just illustrate uh, the risk, the personal risk that these frontline medical personnel and, and all of the people who are working the front lines of this are really putting themselves in harm's way to treat people and save lives. Uh, which I don't know did. how they do it. Yeah, I just I don't know I don't know how they get up and do it every day. Just the the mindset that you have to put yourself into. I mean, we all are are risking getting sick and dying every time that we come into contact with another human being that hasn't been quarantined, mm-hmm. right? Or any time yep. that we go out in public. But to put yourself in a room full of people who have the virus. And your job is to help them get better. And you're walking into it's a war zone. Yes, it is. That you're walking into every single day, and just the bravery that that takes, and the the selflessness, and the just the the caring and and the hope for the well being of everyone else first. To me, is just how how we can. How can we take better care of them? What can we do? Well, we could stay home for one. Yes, absolutely. And, and and if there's anything that we can do in in the effort to get them the equipment that they need to be able to do their job and protect themselves in the process. Uh, again, Dr. Frank was wearing the same protective mask for over a week as he valiantly cared for the sick. And then he developed symptoms, and over the course of the past few days, he he eventually succumbed. But just reading through some of the tributes on Facebook, uh, we lost a true hero that selflessly stood toe-to-toe with this nightmare as he was surely ill-equipped but pressed on. Anyhow, his unimaginable loss will be felt for some time and thus has greatly made the world a far lesser place. It was an honor to have learned from and worked alongside him. Rest easy, Doc. We'll continue to give it our best and make you proud and just going through the tributes and looking at the pictures on his Facebook page. He was extremely well liked and just a a light to everyone around him. And so we wanted to send our convey our condolences to Dr. Frank Gabern and his family and thank him for the work that he did during his time at Christ hospital and for what he did for my ex-wife Pamela when she suffered her heart attack 10 years ago, he saved her life. I, that, that's a number I'm going to be so scared to see when all of this is over done, over and done, how many health workers we've lost yeah. in this. Yeah. Too young, too. You know, not that, uh, not that any life is less significant than another, regardless of your age, but um, he had survived cancer twice. Uh, so mm-hmm. I suppose that would have put him in the category of someone with a uh, compromised okay. immune system. But um, mm-hmm. still, it was painful to hear that. Uh-huh. So our hearts go out to his family and his friends and his colleagues. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.